haven't eaten lunch or dinner yet. Mm. Gonna eat that after we're done. I, I've had Mad Max today. That's it. Mm. I mean, that's I'm a not lot. A fan. I'm not a fan of Mad Max. We had we had the uh, Goblaritos. Yeah, though. the things look massive. They they were the size of like two Williams. <laughs> I ate one. He did. I was very surprised. I ate it. What's inside these? What are they called again? So it's the uh, Goblerito. It's a Thanksgiving dinner. Okay. So So it's just all mashed potatoes, uh, gravy on top of it. uh, What was it? Turkey, mashed potatoes, stuffing, um, side of cranberry sauce. Mm -hmm. But but not inside of it. Not inside of it. As a side. But then the whole thing is like covered in gravy. Yeah. So yeah. it, it looked just like a burrito that was just giant from, like, the picture I saw. Yeah, right. It's, it's big. From the outside, it looks like a normal burrito. Yeah, maybe with some, inside. like, mole sauce or something like that on top oh of it. Oh, my gosh. It was, it's so good. If you haven't had it, no, you but should. It's, it's, these you should. Like, these, they sound like, like, bombastic, like, things that are just made to be ridiculous so that way you order them. It is, but it's, but also, it's also delicious. Good. It's like someone saying we should have a turducken. For Thanksgiving, it's like no, that's a bad idea. Actually, tastes pretty good, but it's just so weird and so out there that it seems like something you should do. So but you should it be was, a turducken inside of a. But egg. it was yummy today. I just had a normal, you know, burrito and their tortilla salad. Or Tort- uh, yeah, is uh, Mad Max um, a chain? Are they like nationwide? No, but there are mm. a couple in Pittsburgh. Yeah, I knew there was. So some it's in like Pittsburgh. a local. Yeah. So it's a local chain. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay, I was going to tell people because the people listening to the podcast might want to know about this. I mean, if on anybody we know because we... 84? He got it. Oh my God, I got it right. 84. Is there one on 84th Street? Because that no. would be funny. I was going to say they had to add 81 more locations. Because they only have three, so three plus 81 is 84. Is the joke. Ha! I think I like Josh just introducing it flat, you know, just like 84. (laughs) Fine. Because 81 plus 3 is like, that's... Math? Stretching it. Well, (laughs) you left out the key part of that, saying there's three locations in Pittsburgh. He would have gotten there. I was going to get there. Okay. Okay. That would have worked then. That would have worked. I know it would have worked. Do we want to restart and pretend like this never happened? No. No? It happened. That's more effort than it's worth. You don't want to pull the the wool over the, the listener's ears? Now let them know what just no, happened. No, I I respect our listeners. That's, that's a good man. It's a good co-host, Rob. I, I believe yes. <laughs> no response. Just, uh, awkward silence. And no, yes, I'm moving just, on. I'm just going with it. And there, what are you doing, William? This is the moving on face. Moving on face. He was moving his face. I was moving. He was bopping left and weaving. Left to right and right so to left. So I started DMing a. Fifth edition campaign. Welcome to the club of the DMs. It's weird. I know, right? You have everyone's feet in your hand. I felt really bad because I almost they, killed. They, they, like, it wasn't you their almost fault. Do a total party kill their first game. They were rolling really poorly, and I was rolling like a god. See, at that point, you start tweaking your rolls. There's, there's the unspoken <laughs> rule as a DM where your rolls can be fudged. One way or direction, given the, the narrative fudge. of the story. I I tried not to fudge. See, you do Gotta that, fudge. but if you don't fudge, things happen. Nobody died. Nobody died. Okay, I'm I'm not saying you should never kill your players, because I think that's a false thing. Because you have to... I mean, have, as long as you don't TPK, you're fine. Well, even that, though. like If it comes to that, it happens. It happens, it happens, whatever. Especially if you're group is making decisions that would get them oh there. yeah ba- just bop them if they're being stupid like well if if one of them are barred he he actually does have a recorder the the, the guy who's playing it has a recorder is and he I gonna am, play i will go on 
I, I told him, if he starts to play it, I'm dropping a boulder on his head. Okay, so this brings up my favorite thing that we used to do in my group back in high school. Um, we had the meteor jar. The meteor okay. jar was literally just a jar that the DM would have next to him. And every time the party started talking, pretty much like getting off track too far, like you sure. know, out of game talking or just doing something stupid, he would just silently put one die inside the meteor jar. Oh, nice. And then if no one paid attention, no one noticed, he would put another one in. <laughs> and the whole thing was once that jar became full, he would dump it out and he'd be like a meteor that, That's hits, how much damage. And that's how much damage you guys take. Yeah. <laughs> So we, you never want we, the jar to get full, or a meteor would hit. Our group, we had the we would threat the DM would threaten us with a cart falling uh-huh. out of the sky and crushing us. And it, it, the the instant question was, well, what if we're strong enough to resist a cart? Bigger cart, <laughs> bigger cart, bigger <laughs> cart. Literally the like the the, the god sized cart. So yeah, I I love the meteor jar idea of just being like well, this is. Oh yeah, no, and it's like how much damage does that do? You see All that? You it. see that bag of dice? <laughs> Dump it. It's like that much. All of that. All yeah. of that. Some yeah. visual way of giving your group a, a hint to you know move on or right. to focus. Yeah. And there was there was a, a part of it where I, I was like, okay, I need to know the spells that the people are using a little bit. Oh more. God, you have spell users. I do. Good I luck. Have uh, pretty much everyone is a, has a sort of spell they can use. Which, uh, let, you're doing 5th edition? Yep. Okay. I can't, I can't put on a British accent, but let me look up my spells. <laughs> In the campaign that the three of us did. Oh, the, did you just... Oh, that's yeah, mean. he did. I love James, Being though. mean to James. James, nah, James is cool. It's a sport. He was a new He was a no, new it's player. True. Jam- he James didn't know how to play. Of, James is one of my favorite people. This I, is, this I, is I, why I... I strongly recommend to people who are f- just getting into D&D do not play a magic user if no. you're doing it for the first time. I mean, Don't support do. characters in general are really hard to play because you have to know everyone's role to know what your role should be. Yeah. Um, that's why tanking's kind of hard. That's why healing's kind of hard because you just don't know exactly how to do it. Right. Be the guy with the big stick. That's what you should be the first I time was you play. The, I was the tiny guy who you still around. Yeah, but you, you were still mostly just a combat person. Like right. Combat is the basics of the game. Learn that first. Right. And I had fun with that. Yeah. I had exactly. a good time with it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we're going to get there. The the magic system in general seems mm-hmm. to be a little bit easier. Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, fifth um, edition is pretty good. So, I'm I'm good with that. I just need to know the, it's different because it's not like attacking a specific defense. Uh-huh. Um it is just attacking and then for certain spells it's does it hit or or like does it succeed or does it fail? If it fails, it does like half damage and something else doesn't happen. Um, but it, it, it's a whole series of things. But it was it, it was a good start. They're going into another area, which will be a lot of fun. I'm glad that they decided to go that way. So right now, uh, if I remember right, you are using a module. Do you plan on going uh, freeform after this? Freeform jazz. I think I'm going to stick with another, not necessarily pre-made by Wizards module. Mm-hmm. I might grab another module that I find online. That's um, a good idea. Just I mean, because yeah. I don't necessarily have the time to make a module myself. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, you know, if, if they, if I get inspired to do yeah. so, I've done a mixture where I'll use some inspiration from a module and then I'll just kind of like do my own thing with it. Mm-hmm. Or I will kind of like weave in and out of different modules and be like, okay, well, this is just going to be free form. You guys decide the story and then I'll just kind of throw these obstacles in your way as you're going. Yeah. Freeform jazz. It, it can be, it feels that way sometimes just like. Just doing your own thing. Like, okay, well, you guys did that. Well, I think it'll be funny if this happens. 
let's go. <laughs> Bring it on. Exactly. <laughs> and so. you kind of just go from there. It, it, I think I would need to know the system a lot better. Yeah. I'd have to be a lot more comfortable. And the key the to doing it that way is to make it look like it's planned because that way they feel like there's actually parameters set instead of being like, well, he's just making shit up. <laughs> and that's how I would be right now. Exactly. It's like, wait a second. That's not supposed to be there. Come that's on. that's it's like, nope, nope. Mm-hmm. I, I, I had this plan all the way back. From where did the that, where did yep. that piano come from? Oh, yep. Yep. That plot hole was not there. No. You're imagining it. <laughs> Pay no attention ignore. to the man behind the plot hole. <laughs> green plot the cobalt hole. behind the plot hole. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. They're going to go up against a bugbear. Ooh, bugbears are Hey, fun. one of them might listen to this episode. Well, no. Like, they know that there is a bugbear in the place they are going. Oh, okay. It was revealed by a goblin that they tortured and then killed. Mm. Those regular... Same players. Ooh, did you guys watch Vin Diesel playing uh, D and haven't, but I know that he's a I big check it D&D out. player. I looked. The Nerdist did when it. it when they had it. It was like the, the the thing, the title or whatever said, you know, Vin Diesel playing D and D. And then when I went to the D and D, there was no Vin Diesel. And I was like really confused. So it's about twenty nine minutes long. Oh, it's them doing one game. Okay. It's just like a. That's not even a game. It's that's like, like a quick a fight. It's but a still, quick twenty nine minutes. It, it was. Well done. The DM did that's, a great that, job. That's like that's like speed D and D. You got like a like a, a timer. They use the witch hunter character from the movie that mm. he has as his character. So it's like you know, oh, okay. pre-established character, pre-established world, okay. and it's just like a quick little like you know, you go to this town and there's a curse, and this old hermit woman wants you to help them, and here's some gold to help them. No wonder I didn't see it then because it must have switched already by the time I got to it. But no, twenty nine minutes. It's pretty good. Watch it. Vin Diesel is great in it, and it's just funny to watch him. There's a rumor that he actually has the name of his first D&D character tattooed somewhere on him. Yeah, I think it had something to do with Chronicles of Riddick, actually. Uh, he, oh, yeah. His character was very similar to Riddick. Uh, Riddick? Whatever it's called. Mm-hmm. Red- Riddick. Um, whatever this character's name <laughs> is. Riddick. Whatever those movies are called, which yep. I, Chronicles I never saw. Of Riddick. I, I, actually I never really saw the last them. one. Yeah, the, uh, I never watched Which one was the last one? It came out not too long I th- ago. I think I... Wait. Yeah, I, I think I saw it, and I think it was hilarious. Okay. In a in a way that you know our aunt Chris really likes. Yes, it's like Vin Diesel being so masculine that he turns a the lesbian woman straight. It's like what? Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Sounds kind of like a Chuck Norris joke. It yeah. kind of is, yeah. but a little bit more awkward and beard yeah. and, and and more bold. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But yeah, Vin Diesel playing D&D great. Go check it out. Yeah. All right. So. Let's go ahead and start for the week oh, because the week. that's this is the that's you know the thing we do. Yes, it's kind of like our mo. What's our what's our premise of this show? So it, we talk about things that make us both happy and sad as nerds. Yeah, that's it. We haven't talked about it a lot. We have new listeners. They might not you know know the actual the the premise of what it is that we do. We each bring two topics to the table that either make us happy or Most sad. Usually two. I think hi, last hi, week hi, I brought like people. three or four. You're nice. Thanks for watching. Listening. Shit. <laughs> I messed already, them already. Messed, already messed this oh, up. Yeah. There they go. And this My. is why we don't let Josh do nice things. Mm. We're going to let William start. All right, William. Because cool. of that. Not because mm. we planned it before, but because no. Josh failed. It was not planned at all. No. In the slightest this is, in any again, capacity. Again, freeform. There we go. Not. See? Yeah. You, in you fact, I'm this. just making my topics up as I go. Oh, That's what's how the first freeform. one? <laughs> um, I think something about orange peels. I like oranges. Yeah, all right. And uh, I think that orange peels... 
peels should be more useful. So um, they I, make things smell good with zest. Yeah, it's true. Zest is a technical orange. term. You're a bad person. Like you, orange peel stuff. About, like about, orange peels in recipes freak me out. Oh no, that's kind of what whatever. Why? But like because it's the peel. You're not supposed to eat the peel. You about, don't. No, 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 no. There for flavor. But that the orange peel is there in recipes a lot. What about clementines? Uh, yeah, grapefruit. They're, they're a little bit easier to peel, tangelos. so I like them. Grapefruit, I don't like at all. Tangelos. I like tangelos. Don't know tangelos at all. It's like, I think it's a hybrid. Yeah. I'm Tangential, tangerine. Blood orange. Navels. Navels. Navel oranges. Yeah, they have the little caps. They, yeah. they, they march around in formation. They're adorable. <laughs> they're adorable. Sail on their ships. That's, that's <laughs> great. That, that's it's a navy. Great. I was, I was going to yeah, go navel. with a belly no, button navy. joke. but Yeah, navel. Mm-hmm. Anyway, what do you got? <laughs> Moving on. Okay, so two scientists, uh, Max Worthington, which I think is a good name, by That's, the way. That is well, a, that sounds is like a hero name. Yeah. That, Max Worthington. That's a science That's name. A, yeah. Yeah. And, um, and Justin Chalker, which is... No, it's not uh, bad either. It's not Justin bad, Chalker. but, you know, it's just doesn't but have it's, the not, same. it's not Max, it's not Max, Max Worthington. Worthington. <laughs> You're right. Um, that sounds like he should be like a foot on a dinosaur. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Because he just killed mustache it with his bare Blowing hands. In, the, in, the, in the Majestically <laughs> yeah. in the Yeah. Yeah. Um, two guys in Australia. Okay. Have, oh, they're Australians. They're, they're, they're Australian. They're Aussies. figured out... They were trying to invent like a new plastic. And I don't know if while they Why? were... Why? Because plastics. Plastics. Um, they, they're trying to invent a new plastic that's made from like easily obtained materials and like cheap, easily obtained, not harmful, basically. So okay. ma- making things. So not better. the stuff that it's made out of. No. Right. Not. Oil. Yeah. Exactly. Um, pretty much. And they they made a compound by reacting sulfur and I don't know how to pronounce it. It's like it's limonene. Limonin, limonene. Oh uh, sure. yeah, of course, yeah. 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 It, it, anyway, it, it, that stuff. Limonin yeah, it's a petroleum byproduct yeah. and <laughs> a product from orange oil. Okay. So. So not well, actually orange. Not peels. actually orange peels. Yeah, it's the it's the article title. It's trying to get you, trying to grab you, in, trying to get your interest. Clickbait. Buzzfeed, you've got me again. Buzzfeed. But basically, this. Ten uses for orange oil that you never knew about. God, can can pull mercury. <laughs> Number five will never is, believe. This is what it is. It can pull mercury like out of the water. Out of it. Ooh. Out of it. Yeah, I can just like. So, okay, wait. So it pulls so, it out of the so water. Mercury, mercury is bad. Yes, mercury is bad. Yes, okay. mercury bad, guys. Mm-hmm. Also, the planet, pretty cool. Yeah. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. The god, interesting. Oh, mercury is the god. I get, I get where oh, you're going right, now. Oh, right, yeah. yeah. No, yeah, it's okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm but but the, um, the, the element. Aries. Kind We're of similar to Mercury. Stay wait, no. Aries is Mars, yeah. but that's okay. Oh, no, no, no. Wait, who's wait? Who's, who's Mercury? It's the messenger god? Yes. So it'd be, he, what's his face? The dude with the wings. Yes. Um, Hermes. Hermes. Thank you. Oh, okay. Hermes. There we go. I knew it. What I knew because Mercury moves fastest across the sky. Yes. Hey. I really just know this because of the flash, but okay. Jay Garrett, he's just based off of Hermes. And, oh, right, because his helmet. Yeah. yeah. The there, wings. there you go. But yes, that, that that is accurate. Go on. All right, cool. Um, yeah, no, it, it it pulls mercury out of the water, and that's just really good because it's lowering toxicity, and it could be used to like coat pipes in the future, so that you could just lower industrial waste sort of naturally, and it'd be really cool. And it's, so, so what they can how how widespread could they actually like implement this? Well, I mean, it's really common, really cheap, so... I mean, that's kind of funny. The premise could... of the original experiment, which was to try to find a plastic, plastic alternative yeah. that was easy to make, 
in a way, this is like 20 times better because it's a like, bit, we, yeah. not, we didn't find a new plastic, but we did find a way to lower mercury, lower mercury and yeah, like, it's hey. made with easy uh, obtain, you know, yeah, materials exactly. because that was the whole premise. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. so I mean, it could potentially be ubiquitous for like indus- I- I- industry, industry. That makes sense. Mm. And Which I wonder, like, let's say that they had a source of water, like let's say a reservoir sure. that they knew had a slightly higher than uh, what they would want concentration of mercury. You could like, what I would probably do is like whenever, wherever you're sending the water, like whatever pipes you're using to send the water, just mm-hmm. coat it in the material and be like, bam, clean it water. So it's like a filter. Yeah, exactly. Okay. That makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. So but it, it, does, it goes like to coat the pipe as opposed to filtering it. So it'd be like, I, I assume it, you'd have it, to. Would it then like absorb it, or what does it I'm do? I'm not with sure. The I didn't really describe it very well, but I assume it would act sort of like a sponge for the mercury it would and sort of like out. reach out and grab it. Yeah. So reach maybe out. it would have to be replaced more often. Replaced so maybe it ever be so more often. Like a screen and less like a, maybe. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure, but you need the surface area. Like one screen isn't going to be able to filter millions and millions of gallons of water. So just giant marshmallows. Just throw them in there. Marshmallows. It's made of this stuff. Just throw them into the river. That'd be cool. Yes. Plop. That's like the, um, <laughs> what is it, the, that garbage collector in the Oh, room. yeah, the guy. Uh, yeah. They, they just did an AMA on Reddit, actually. Uh, I'm trying the to garbage remember. wheel, I think it's yeah. called. Like that, I'm trying to remember where it is. Essentially it's just scoops like up all the lake. garbage. It's pretty cool, though. Kind of looks like a... Uh, like a Pac-Man? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. You could say that. Waka, 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 you could you waka, could waka, say waka, that, waka, but um, I mean, it's so just like a it's water just, mill. But yeah, that's, yeah, that works too. <laughs> sure, it's I like just water. interesting because I I like the idea that you know you could come up with alternative solutions, and maybe this will help like figure out other solutions for cleaning up like not necessarily oil spills, but you know things like that because oil yeah. is a little bit different. Than gotta separate oil and water, man. Mm-hmm. Gotta yeah. happen. Gotta happen. Gotta save them seagulls. So. Not necessarily Mercury, the planet. Not even close. But stars. Stars. Ooh. Yes. Ah, look at that transition. So, 160,000 light years away. So, really, 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 really long way away. So, so, say that one more time. 160,000 light years. So, so that's the amount of space that a light would take. Yeah, uh, light will travel that distance in 160,000 years. Yeah. Yeah. Good job, Rob. Yeah. I had it. I, you had it. You, so you like, got it. More time than, than... More space. Yeah. That's a long time. Time and space. Yes. It's big, big space, so, lots so, of time. So this is probably already done. Uh, and we are just seeing it happen. it has to be. Unless it takes that long yes. for it to happen. I mean, stellar, what we're stellar uh, development yeah, we does what happen. On, okay. So there are two stars that are... It started as like a binary system. And basically a binary system is two stars that are... Think Tatooine. Kind of. It's two the stars that yeah. are orbiting a common point in space, right? Yeah. So, like... So, in this instance, for people to think about it, we're stars, obviously, suns. Yeah. So, Th- think of giant like, balls of Think gas. of, like, when two people hold hands and spin around in a circle. Okay, yes. Like that. And the, the, the point where their hands are joined is that common point. Yes. Okay, so that's fine. These two stars are orbiting a point such that the separation between their centers is... 12 million kilometers. That seems like a large amount. But in the grand scheme of things, as big as... Yeah. On star scales, these these things are so close they're touching. So... Hmm. They're, they're, they're kissing. They're, they are, yes. Um, 
And together they mass 57 times the mass of our sun. But they, That's a lot. they share 30% of that mass. Like is it's been in the, together. Yeah, in the Venn diagram of star of stars, mm. 30% is in that overlap, is in the shaded area. Interesting. Yeah. So wait, how many kilometers is it? 12 million. 12 million. Yes. Okay. Yes. I was just looking up how far away the moon is to the earth. Not very far. It's only 367 minutes uh, round trip or something or like that. 1,000 kilometers. Yeah, yeah it's, it's not very far at all. Okay. Um, Moving on. So basically, these things orbit each other. Uh, they have a period of like tw- just over 24 hours. So they're really, really close together. They're orbiting really fast. I think it is said it's producing like 40,000 degrees Celsius and just really kind of remarkable conditions. And this has really never been seen ever. So, I mean, it may be to a certain extent, but stars this close together, it almost never happens because they're also very young. Mm-hmm. And that, so it, it, it's cool. And basically predictions have that there, are, there might be two possibilities. One of them, um, the stars will explode. That's bad. Or, yeah. Or, yeah. So they would probably pull each other apart. Is that um, what they mean by explode? Kind of. Basically, they would, like, go through a, an uncontrollable, like... Expansion. Expansion cycle and, like, okay. just blow up. It, it, would, it would end in, like, a gamma ray... I think it said a sustained gamma ray burst, which is the most energetic kind of explosion... That's what made the Hulk. Ever. Yeah, uh, what, sure. Because comic books. Oh, that, that's the other thing. Normally, Just when you see these anyway. binary systems, one star is bigger than the other uh-huh. and kind of, like, schnarfs up the smaller star. Sure. But because they're... So, term. Yeah, because they I'm are gonna, almost gonna, identical in size, they're sort of doing the, like, passing matter back and forth between each other. No, you. No, no you. Yeah, exactly. They're just sort of... Well, well no, no me. Yeah, no no me. me. That's mine. <laughs> so so that's why there's that 30% no shared mass. No, no take backsies. Um, um, so, yeah, the, the sun from the Earth is 150 million kilometers. So that kind of gives you a better scale. So it is an order of magnitude smaller... In terms of distance between, and this is the distance between their centers, not yes. between the surfaces. So it's even like that yeah. is super close. The other possibility is that these stars go undergo like collapse, go supernova, and end in black holes. So there'd be a binary black, black hole, hole system, which is, I think, at this point, entirely unprecedented, and would like open up. Like a whole bunch of like WTF. research yeah. and WTF and whatnot, wow. um, and crazy shit. Yeah, un- unfortunately, as as we've said, it's kind of like well, we don't know what's going to happen, even though it's probably already happened. But we're not going to find not, out that it like, happens. There's not an option that they just crash into each other. Not That's really. Not really. I mean, I mean that 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 could happen. Like it could end in a in a super massive star that you know goes supernova and does the gamma ray burst. That could happen. Okay. Um, that that's kind of in the they explode possibility, but it's really cool. It is really cool. Um, and then another little tidbit of like space news. I think I was reading something that said that a very small number of the potential Earth-like worlds, I think, have been formed by this point, because our galaxy or where we are is relatively old. Oh yeah, so, this like, is okay. So you're saying yeah, exactly. Okay. I think this was still related a little no, bit. No, I'm sorry. Like, I'm like, you're, I'm changing tracks. Off. More kind of space changing news. Track. Different this is space, more space news. news. Okay, yeah. yeah. I did hear about this. I read sorry a couple about articles that. about this, and yeah. it is depressing. And I don't want to think about it. 
No. I don't want to be, like... Alone? The first... We're the old people. Yeah. Yeah, it turns out as young as we are, we're pretty old. But, I mean, the only cool thing about that is that means, you know, like, when millions and trillions of years down the road when, like, you know, they're talking about, like, the beings that have been here forever and they've evolved to some weird, like, We like, might be those beings. Uh, you know, cloud of, be- of consciousness. It. Gonna, well, yes. it's like, it's another kind of explanation to the, and I, the Fermi paradox, which yes. is, you know, why haven't we found anything? Well... Because we're new. My or favorite we're one. older, rather. I don't know if we talked about it in the pocket. My favorite theory about that is because other... If, in order to become that advanced and do space travel, mm-hmm. they've learned encryption, which means that they can oh. hide their signals without broadcasting them to other planets. Like, right. They've gotten smart enough to be like, no, we hide our signals through regular, you know, pollution noise and that kind of wormholes. stuff. It's not easy to spy on us yeah <laughs> and that's why we haven't found them because they're just smart that'd be cool <laughs> one would hope right. one would hope anyway moving on something i don't know if it's less nerdy yeah maybe less smart i don't know yet it's it's kind of interesting so youtube has announced a paid subscription service i'll say this the name is dumb um the name is very oddly close to a different website that is all about porn yeah the name is youtube red which if you know what RedTube is. That is a porn site that is trying to look like YouTube. How do you know this, Josh? Because I'm on the internet and I have heard things. Sure. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. Um, <laughs> so YouTube Red is going to come out, I believe, like October 28th. Why not YouTube Blue? Uh, they're not Super Saiyans. We'll go back to the Super Saiyan the jokes here. It's going to be Red Ray. <laughs> Sorry, it's a... Really, really old Red versus Blue reference. Oh, well, okay. I don't remember that one. Although not ancient, because it was Halo 3, but... Mm-hmm. Okay, anyway, so YouTube Red comes out October 28th, I think, and it is going to be nine ninety nine a month. Okay. And here's what it gives so you. So, basically Netflix. Uh, well, yeah, basically. Um, it gives you ads, or no ads. So instead of having, you know, 15-second okay. ads or 30-second yeah. ads or whatever it is, no ads whatsoever. Okay. Which is the biggest selling point of it. Next is the fact that it has the ability to download videos. So much like Spotify oh. has, where you can uh, do offline mode. Where you can totally don't show. have the ability to download <laughs> Quite, videos yeah. okay. Legally download videos um, yeah. <laughs> through the app, even point. on mobile and that kind of stuff, which is nice. Mm. Uh, so it's all within there. Uh, another cool feature that is kind of less being talked about is the fact that it's going to have the ability to play while your phone screen is all like while you're in another application or something like that. So background play. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I actually figured out how to do that at one point, sort of like hacking it. Yeah, like you bit. can like you yeah. like bring up the play media button, mm-hmm. you hit play, and for some devices it will play it's the some, YouTube yeah. video. So um, the, the idea behind this is a lot of people use YouTube for music. Yeah. I mean, it's music true. as a or YouTube as a music platform is huge right now. Like yeah. people will watch videos pretty much just for the music part I of mean, it. I mean, I use it while streaming exactly. a lot of times for playlists. And that's that's normal. A lot of people use that. Mm-hmm. So, this idea is that you could do the same thing but not have the video playing. Mm. Um, That'd be cool. Which save on bandwidth. Too. Ironically, the other part of this is when you have a YouTube Red subscription, you also have a Google Music subscription. Huh. So you would also actually have Google Music. Do you know what I want them to fix if they're going to do something like that? What? Sound balancing. On Google Music? On YouTube. On YouTube. Well, that would be nice. Because that is my biggest complaint, is that going from one track to another to another, it's wild. It's like it's like unstandardized commercial volume. Well, you the get problem really is that oh, you have that. each 
person, each channel, uploading their own stuff, and they do different levels right, when they I know. upload. Well, and, so it's, it's, and it's personal preference because some people like so balancing I, so louder. I have something completely separate from this. Sure. Um, I've been keeping an eye and helping out with a marathon that Five Five's been doing. Right, recently. which just ended. Thank God. Um, <laughs> 220. 252, 252 hours. hours. Holy crap. He yeah. and his roommate were just trading back and forth. That there there was like ridiculous. a small break where their internet went down, but right. other than that, they that kept ridiculous. it going. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, um, it became... We, someone introduced him during this entire thing to the John Cena meme. Oh, no. Oh, John no. Cena. So, oh. So, oh, I, and he I, loves it. I pity your your, he, he your fragile it. ears, Rob. Yeah. And so, like, I'm listening to Chad. So, he's like, someone will send him a link and a donation. He clicks on it, and it's just like, la di da di la And then and just, John Cena. By the way, by the way I, th- I was there when and one of them went oh off. Oh, my God. It was actually the loudest thing I've ever, like, <laughs> I was glad I didn't have headphones on. I was like. I do a lot I was of the like, time. I was like, it's okay, Fi-Fi. There were people in the other county that didn't hear it. <laughs> like, dang. But that, I just, I hate it. Oh, oh, oh man. For you, I that was hell for you. It yeah. was awful. It's like you can tell it peaks for, his for listeners who don't know. Rob has very sensitive ears, and he yeah. wears headphones, and he is yeah. a audiophile. Like he's yeah. all about the balance. He's all about making sure that it's, it's just perfect. Well, it wasn't even perfect. just that. No, no, it was no, the no. fact that it was I mean, physically painful. Well, yeah. I know. I'm just saying for you, that kind of stuff is even more physically painful than for most. Well, it was physically and then emotionally painful. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well that's true too. But anyway, so I want to know what you guys feel about this. Do you think? This is oh I forgot about one other feature of this is they're going to pair some of their biggest YouTube stars with actual Hollywood directors and, and like why wouldn't they yeah to make premium content that it's so they're still going to have the regular channels they're still going to have their free stuff and that's not going to change as far as these these big YouTubers go but then they're so also they're going to have YouTube original content. Yes, but it's going to be interesting because it's going to take, like, for example, uh, what's his name? PewDiePie. PewDiePie. I can never say his name. I always want to say PewDiePie because it's what it's supposed to be. PewDiePie. They're going to have him paired up with some, like, people who make, like, horror movies, and he's going to make, like, a short, like, kind of like a series about, like, scary situations. And it it looks like it's pretty much just them scaring the crap out of PewDiePie because that's what he does on his stream anyway when he plays, like, games and that kind of stuff. Yeah. But it's that, but, like, him walking around, like, a haunted house type thing. And it looks well-produced and, you know, yeah, has it's... quality video. So that's kind of their other idea behind it is to get some paid content behind or some kind of behind the thing for me that I find interesting about YouTube is the stuff that isn't that. Is, is the stuff that people oh, are... I don't think this is what YouTube should become, but I think this is just them trying to give, gotcha. give more give value another, yeah. to... Their, their it's not products. an incentive for me. That's not what I go to YouTube for. I would love to go to YouTube with no ads. Honestly, that would that I mean that might be enough for me because I I get to YouTube at least you know once a day, maybe like an hour a day, uh, maybe even more depending on the day. So that much time spent on YouTube, not having to watch ads, is pretty cool. It's fair. That and like the idea of being able to like pop up a TED Talk and just have it play on my phone. Yeah, Without the cool. video, could be pretty sweet. See, I like that idea. Yeah, like, like I want to get the sort of podcasty feel. That would be easy. So that's already up there online. Like the, the actually, we were talking about D and D earlier. Uh, Geek and Sundry has a good series of yeah them playing D and D or Will Wheaton's uh, special show tabletop. that he did, Tabletop uh, RPG Edition. Mm-hmm. And I like them, but they're all like forty five minutes long. It's hard yeah. for me to sit there and watch a forty five minute YouTube video. Well, and it's just like, because of the time. It would be easy. It would be. Obviously, it wouldn't be a huge option for us, but we could, like, 
post these episodes on yeah, YouTube. Yeah, stuff like and, that. I know plenty of podcasts that do yeah. audio. Pretty much they just put like a their logo up on the screen for YouTube, and then they yeah. have the audio playing. And admittedly, I think the subsection of people who would buy the YouTube Red who also listen to our podcast is like a small demographic, yeah, but, you know, it's yeah. you know, whatever. But yeah, so that kind of stuff makes that part of it pretty exciting to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm probably still not going to get it just because I don't feel like it adds that much value. But what you yeah, did get, though. But what I did get was opening night for Star Wars. Yeah, buddy. Yeah. It, it was an adventure. Mm-hmm. We, okay, so someone actually brought this up today. Um, I, someone posted, I think IGN maybe, mm-hmm. um, posted, they're like, hey, remember when the trailer uh, for episode one uh, was released and we all thought it was going to be the most hype shit ever? It's, uh, this is revisionist history. It was cool because it was a new Star Wars movie. It was the first new Star Wars movie property ever since the... Right, since the, the originals. Yeah, like even like not counting TV shows, like we have the Clone Wars and all that kind of stuff. We're talking but like, that was after. Clone Wars was after. That's what I'm saying. Like yeah, This yeah, was yeah. the very first time we've ever saw anything new with Star Wars ever. It right. was like you had the original trilogy and you had the books and that's it. So this was the first piece of media after that. Right. Which made it an even bigger deal than I feel like... As far as, like, the zeitgeist of people being like, oh, my God, they're doing Star Wars. Right. I feel like now we're a little bit more tempered when it comes to that. We're a little bit more cautious. And a lot of people are freaking out about this one because it actually looks good, not just because it's new Star Wars. Yeah. yeah. I went back and I watched the trailer again. I was like, thinking objectively, this thing looks really weird. Yeah. What, this trailer? No, no, no. The, oh, the oh, original, oh, the original trailer. Trailer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The only thing about the original, uh, the prequels that looked really cool for the first trailer for Phantom Menace was the fact that Darth Maul looked awesome. Yeah. Darth like the, Maul the whole so Darth cool. Maul double sided lightsaber, first time we've ever had that. Um, just that whole thing was like, wow, this is really cool. We're going to see some cool fights. Like, and it, in my member, I remember thinking. This is the new Darth Vader. This is going to be the new big bad of this series. And then he wasn't. And then he freaking died in the first episode, and I was so pissed. It's true. That being said, Obi-Wan was awesome. No, I, I didn't think he did bad. I thought he was pretty good. I liked young Obi-Wan a lot. Yeah. Yeah, Ian McGregor. McGregor did Ewan. You and Ian McGregor. Hey, whatever his name is. Ewan. Yeah. I met him. Nice guy. Did oh, you? that's right. You did. Right. We talked about that on the podcast, actually. Yeah. Um, so what I wanted to bring, about, uh, bring up about this is the fact that tickets did go on sale, and they pretty much broke... All the websites dealing with ticket sales. I think uh, Fandango said that they had seven times the traffic or something like that. Um, it's actually gone up now. So <laughs> let us repeat. That's eight times the previous first day pre-sales record holder. Oh, dang. Hunger Games had, they. I forget how much it was, but essentially that was the biggest ever day one sales of tickets was Hunger Games. Right. Star Wars is eight times that. Right. But what I was saying was Fandango, in terms of their... Uh, site traffic went up it was like seven times their normal peak volume yeah seven times bigger than what they've ever been before as far as peak volume uh, visits at once which is bit. insanity um alamo draft house i actually thought they're yeah down in austin thing, texas they actually have branched out since then they have multiple locations now. oh do they good um i like so, the yeah. idea of alamo I, I alamo really like. i would freaking be ecstatic if they had a Pittsburgh i'd love location. to go to alamo alamo draft house what they do is really cool is they have pretty much all um pre-determined seating so that way like you pick your seats you mm-hmm. book a seat yeah um it's one of those type of places where you can have alcohol they'll mm-hmm. like they'll you know there are tables that they'll serve you at. Exactly. They'll have, like, pizza, beer. So it's essentially making a little bit more, like, a communal-type feel to it and then mm-hmm. just say, like, you know, buy your movie. popcorn, buy your, 
you're drinking, sit down, and shut up. Which <laughs> is good, too. But unfortunately, these people <laughs> don't shut up, though. Uh, what I thought was interesting about Alma Draft House, uh, their press release, they, they talked about how like they got 40 extra servers. They've been preparing for this for nine months. They had oh, everything in place. They were great. And then the actual program that does the ticketing crashed oh no because people were buying tickets so fast that it wasn't able to recognize what was and was not available right especially since alma oh. draft house does seating like our race specific, like, specific seating. seating so, so like, like six people are trying to book the exact same exactly. chair exactly and it, that's what broke it wasn't the server load because they actually had like they said like 40 extra servers like they ramped up and more yeah they're like we got and they were shit. on the cloud for the servers too so they had cloud servers so like ready for an instant like if it you if know, they had, to, got, had to they could totally like go onto there and where it could expand you know exponentially as far as that goes but yeah what happened was that the ticketing system was just too slow for the that's influx, insane which never happened before there's like whoa <laughs> um imax announced that this is like the biggest sales in imax screens they've ever had as far as like already pre-sold I think it's like $40 million already just in IMAX just sales. Just in IMAX sales. That's And that is only for like the first couple of days. And that's domestically. That's not yes. internationally. This is just... Uh, no, the, it was... In a, was it just domestically? In, I believe so, yeah. Okay, because I know I, I know all the tickets went on sale everywhere, which technically means New Zealand is the first place you can see Star Wars because it's coming out at 7 p.m. on the 17th everywhere. So whatever time zone you're in, depends. Yep. And New Zealand has the first time zone. So. Yep. If you want to see Star Wars, you if you actually want to see Star Wars first, you have to go to New Zealand. I'm not willing to do that. So it's like, <laughs> not. I don't. Worry. All of a sudden, hobbits everywhere. Yeah, it's just. First of all, you have to be able to get a ticket still. Second Which is of all, not happening. You have to out. also get a ticket to New Zealand. I know there's probably someone who did it. Oh God, yes. Oh yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, just the fact that it's this big, it's kind of crazy to think that it's actually ramping up this big. I am. I, I've always said this. I am cautiously optimistic. I have thrown caution to the wind. I <laughs> am now just straight up heartbroken if this sucks. But I do remember Phantom Menace. I do remember do. what happened. Yeah. Which is the denial phase. Yep. So even if this movie sucks, you're gonna be like, I'm going right? to say it's awesome for at least a month. Yeah. And then I'll come down and be like, oh shit. But <laughs> what have we done for at least a month? I'm going to think this is going to be the best movie ever, which, you know what? I'll take that. <laughs> it's, worth it. it's worth it. So, yeah, all three of us, uh, then my wife and then two other people are going to I believe it's going to be James and Unsa. I think we all got tickets Ye. to go see it uh, at 1015. Yes. So not the very first showing, the second showing. But I'm OK with that. Me too. It was a it was a adventure to get these tickets i had to <laughs> actually leave the house oh, oh god. god i know i know right that's what i'm talking about well it was an unplanned trip we were trying to buy tickets online all this crap was happening with the websites crashing and everything being completely down right we called they're like um we can't sell tickets over the phone but you you can what? buy them when you come if you come to the uh movie the theater yeah it's like well are the tickets available like yeah the tickets available can we get them online and eh, the website's broken <laughs> <laughs> can you, you keep on trying take those tickets and hold on like to them. well can i, I right give there. you my credit card no, like at this time i'm like looking up the times and everything i'm like liz ask them what time to close what time do you close 11 o'clock all right we'll be there <laughs> we just hung up the phone got in the car click go and went to the theater click. and yeah so we got there just paid for the tickets and left that's all we did couldn't have gone to another movie 
It was already like 9.30 at night. Well, 9 o'clock at night. No. I'm good. We had work the next day. Yeah. <laughs> Old people. Which, speaking of that, uh, 10, Yo. 15 p.m. showing on Thursday. Friday work's going to suck. Just, just, you know. I was going to say, <laughs> I have to be, um, I have, yeah. <laughs> I can't. I can't be sick. I got the black lung pop. <laughs> I mean, I could request the day off. I got actually. the dark side lung. I can't come in. I got the dark lung pop. <laughs> I just have to pick up a shift since I'll be under hours. So yeah, I'm super excited, obviously, and I think it's awesome that I broke the internet. So yesterday. So yesterday. yesterday or for those of you who, anyway, on the, the Wednesday. The, on, yeah. Because of time travel stuff. Yeah. It's hard to explain when this time travel stuff happens. So on the 21st. Okay. So on the 21st. Uh, that was what everyone was referring to as Back to the Future Day. Back to the Future Day. Yes. Because October 21st of 2015 is where Marty McFly went when he went to the future. Yes. And the end of episode one and all of... Oh, sorry, not episode. We're not talking about Star Wars right now. At the <laughs> very end of the first movie and all through right. the second movie, he is in... 2015. 2015. In the far flung future. It's true. And there's all the really cool stuff that's out there, like Pepsi Perfect and the hoverboard, which everyone's still butthurt about not being <laughs> actually out. Um, and double ties, which I'm yeah, so glad that ties, didn't catch on. Yeah. Um, but what it also had was the uh, Power Lace Nikes. Yes. Which were the uh, shoes that actually laced themselves. You didn't have to do it. You hit a button and it just went, and it kind of just tightened up and... It was on your foot, which was cool. When you're too good for Velcro. Right. And last year... <laughs> hey, that the sound that Velcro makes, I can do without. Right. <laughs> so last year, Nike came out with a limited edition version of these shoes that were not self-tying. No, they, were they not looked like the... Right. They had the exact same look, but mm-hmm. they weren't able to self-tie. Correct. But they have announced next year, so 2016, just a year off, they are going to be releasing the actual power lace shoes. What did it like? Did yeah. it take them longer to develop than I they thought? Know. They were like, like, "Oh yeah, we're going to release it in 2015." I it's hope gonna be someone great. got fired. I'm just saying. Come yeah. on, you had one goal. You, Thirty you had years. Thirty years, and you had the dates the whole time. They, it's not they, like it surprised them. It's like surprise, right? But 2015. I think I think that they didn't realize or didn't really think about <sighs> how big this was going to be. No way. No I don't way. think they really. I were, feel like they were. You know, this was like. A year ago, they're like, "Hey, we should really do it before the 15, 2015. Like, oh yeah, let's let's get around to that. You know, like and a then, month before, yeah, they're exactly. like, "Crap, <laughs> we haven't done anything." And then they hurry it up and they S- try to Steve rush it out. Steve kicks the chair. <laughs> what? Yeah. He's been sleeping for the last eleven months. <laughs> so apparently, uh, Nike confirmed that uh, Tinker Hatfield, who is Nike's VP of Creative Concepts, okay, who designed the mags, sent a letter to Fox saying. Although the project started as science fiction, we are now proud to turn that fiction into fact. The first pair of the shoes are in New York City mm-hmm. and actually were on Jimmy Kimmel Live. Ooh. Um, they were shown off there. And Michael J. Fox got uh-huh. a pair as well. There That's... is a video um, of him putting them on, and it is a little heart-wrenching to watch. Yeah, it was... The man, obviously, for those of you who don't know, suffers from Parkinson's. Mm-hmm. And it is a very debilitating disease. Yeah. Um, it is very, there isn't a cure for it. There's yeah. very little treatment for it. Um, but it involves basically not having proper control of your body. Mm-hmm. And it's very, very sad to watch someone who is, you know, in the throes of it and really suffering from it. 
Um, but what's really cool about this, and I believe this is the case for both the original run of the shoes and for this new run that's going to be coming yeah. out next year, is that Nike has said that a portion of the proceeds uh, from selling these shoes will go to the Michael J. Fox Foundation. Which is super cool. Which very cool. is yeah. very, very awesome. I think that it is a great way for a company to support uh, an amazing foundation. And it, they are, you know, capitalizing on... Well, yeah. I mean, it's sure, not like But I mean, you can't... Generally speaking, it's very hard to do anything for free. Exactly. And this is also, like, obviously, good promotion for them as far as, like, hey, look what we're doing, and people talking about it, which... It's all good. So it's fine. I'm yeah. sure they can give a good amount it. of the money to the charity. Um, did you guys see how much exactly stuff was going on as far as like remaking these products? The self-tying lacing shoes, it wasn't the only one. Pepsi Perfect did come out. I was yep. going to say, yeah, Limited run of Pepsi Perfect came yep. out. Yep. Um, they also, uh, USA Today released the headline that is in the movie. So in the oh, movie, I didn't realize that. That's you can funny. see like young punk kid gets arrested, blah, blah, blah. Uh, River is, uh, yeah. Shoot. I forget the name of his son. It's just. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, Marty McFly's son. Oh yeah. It's just junior. That's right. Yeah, Marty, yeah. McFly Marty McFly junior. Yeah. Arrested. And so yeah. it has like a picture of him going to a cop car. <laughs> they actually made that their front page. That's for, awesome. Uh, that day's edition. That's awesome. So I'm it was pretty cool. That. I mean, that, that is smart I mean, and, yeah it's a lot of celebration of a franchise that is you know very loved mm-hmm. as well a modern classic indeed indeed um so the other thing that i am not so happy about well i mean mm. it's it's mixed it's okay mixed. i i can understand why it's happening but i'm still sad about it um mythbusters has officially announced that this upcoming season starting in january of 2016 will be the final season of Mythbusters. Oh, man. It has been going on for 14 seasons, and they're going to be wrapping up and closing up shop at the end of this year, or at the end of next year, I believe. Wow. Um, it's it's a, a really amazing series of, uh, of shows that came out. I really loved Mythbusters. I've always enjoyed watching it. I can binge on Mythbusters that all the time. That is usually my go-to background noise show. Yeah, like when I like just want something on, I will usually go either with a podcast or I'll just do the MythBusters if it has to be a TV show. Right. They just did uh, a couple nights ago on the uh, presidential lawn on the lawn of the White House. They did a uh, observation night with Bill Nye, which Mm -hmm. was really cool, super sweet. Um, And they had a lot of like you know young uh, students out there, you know, coming and learning more about science, and and that's the whole point, I think. You know, it was great to have a show that, while it wasn't necessarily the most scientifically accurate yeah. in terms of their testing methods, it was a show that wasn't afraid to show the failures of their different attempts. Uh-huh. And that is the scientific method, yeah. is showing and having everything. What you do is not going to work the first time around. And being okay with that is one of the hugest things that I think Mythbusters did for their audience. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think there's another show out there that really showed off that portion of science. I was say, and even Bill Nye didn't. Like He just went through the science, but didn't yeah, really do the Yeah, it was much more like controlled method. science experiments that yeah. knew the outcome for. Like, right. it was a, a, we're doing this experiment even though we know it's exactly what's going to happen just so I can show you why it happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas Mythbusters, you felt like you were, you were exploring a subject with them 
where they were Which experimenting we kind of on. Were a little and, bit. Yeah, I mean, obviously they they knew what was going to happen most of the time or all the time, yeah. but they still had the you know the failing like okay this mm-hmm. is when we're going to try it. Oh, it well, especially when they were trying to like reproduce the exact the the, the spirit of the myth oh, rather okay, than yeah, just yeah. the fact of yeah, it. They're yeah, trying yeah. to reproduce oh. the results. But like, as how opposed do we to... get an explosion that big using only like sodium and water? And exactly. It turns out you don't actually use sodium. You use like. A couple elements <laughs> down the table. and It's like, well, yes, yeah, so we're going to do this. Then it's just a hand grenade. Yes. And that was cool about the show. You felt like you were exploring science instead of just learning science. And there was a lot of explosions. Oh, yeah. That was also fun. Explosions are fun. So, for me, though, I was actually surprised by this news. Mainly because there was so much fanfare around, you know, they were going back to how the show was when it started by the fact that, you know, Carrie... Tori and Grant were leaving. I was actually not a fan of that move. I thought they should have kept them. I, I wasn't mm-hmm. either. But they were saying, you know, hey, we're going to go back to our roots. This is where we started. This is what we want to do again. And I didn't take that as a sign that they were wrapping up shop. I, but, don't, I don't know. I mean, they yeah. did an interview with both of them. And they they really, like, were very honest. Be like, hey, you know, we've, we've been watching our ratings. We know what's happening with the sort of life cycle of the show, and it's not doing as well as it used to. And it's kind of like, you know, it's not sustainable, unfortunately. So I, I don't know. It, it is yeah. kind of at odds with, you know, going back to the roots. But it's possible that, you know, they said, hey, we're sort of coming to an end. Let's 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 end and gracefully how we start instead of. Right. Um, no, no, no. And I, I think that that is a lot more of the spirit of it. Mm. But yeah. that wasn't what I got initially when th- it had been initially announced that they were you know, yeah. leaving the mm-hmm. show. I wonder how much, I mean, I honestly wonder, their audience, the people that have been watching this show, how many of them have done what I've done and what done what most of us done with cut, cutting the cord and just don't watch Discovery Channel anymore? Like, I don't have... I think that that is I can't word. watch the Well, show. that's the problem. Well, yeah, I, just, it, I haven't it, been able to. I watch reruns. And here's mm-hmm. the thing that... You also have to realize with these guys, they do so much outside of Mythbusters as oh, well. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Tested.com like, is a great example. That's what... Uh, I think they're both technically part of Tested.com, but really Adam Savage. A- that is Adam's thing. Yeah, like it, is... it was originally both of them. Jamie and Adam were on it a lot. But now Adam pretty much is the person you see the most on it. And he does podcasts on that. He does experiments on there, they're on their YouTube channel. Like, it's... Essentially, he's making that his home, where he does all his mm-hmm. oddball stuff. He talks all about his, his collecting, builds. yeah, his builds, his uh, uh, what do you call it? New York Comic Con and uh, San Diego Comic Con. His cosplay, cosplaying, it's great. Like that's just where he does all his fun and stuff. And I think that you're going to see a lot more coming from him, at least through tested. Yeah, I don't think Jamie wants to be in the the public eye. I think once test or once. Uh, Mythbusters is gone. I feel like he's just gonna be like, okay, I'm done. I, I've done my, you know, big giant. Yeah, thing. and that's what he's said is like he's not. He would much rather just build the stuff exactly. instead of having to explain. Go back to the behind the scenes. Guy. Exactly. He's yeah. He's the. He's process not a camera guy. guy. No, no, he's not. Which is no. hilarious that he became this big, you know, yeah, uh, essentially icon of science and of experimentation and that kind of stuff. Yeah. Even though he is the least likely person to be in front of the camera. So we find out later he just goes back to welding on, like, DC, yeah. like I can like totally ship, see him doing welding. that. Totally yeah. see him kind of doing that. And, and Adam is definitely the performer. It's always oh, been very evident. Yeah, yeah definitely. And, and, you know, his background 
is an indicator. And of he loves well. talking to people. He loves the builds and like the community feel. Like he just absolutely loves all that stuff. He's doing a live performance uh, of MythBusters again. They're doing that, I believe. Or no, they just wrapped it up not so long they, ago. They just went on tour. He's doing a live tested. That's right. Uh, here coming up, where essentially he's doing a sit down with another famous person. I don't think they've announced it yet. Where they just talk about their lives and i think that's awesome i love that he's still going to be out there and i love that he's still going to be doing stuff yeah i i cannot wait to see what both of them do because i'm sure that we'll still know what jamie is mm-hmm. doing it's mm-hmm. going to be out yeah there. like people are going to still report on him but yeah he's but, probably not gonna but it's like it. i think Ad- <laughs> yeah. i think adam is definitely going to be in the, oh, the spotlight definitely. still and is going to be someone that people will still go to for this kind of thing i'm going to call it now he's going to have a different show on line or at least a regularly it might be either be on television or line where it's going to be the adam savage show essentially totally he's going to have a show mm. yeah he's going to do his own thing it's going to be a lot of fun i think to watch and i think it's going to be in the new media quote unquote can you imagine him being kind of like the next bill nye the next neil degrasse tyson like as someone uh, who does a scripted show he's more so closer to bill nye than than Tyson, yeah, I would say. Um, I, I would say that he is not necessarily he. He is his own entity. Oh, he is. I'm not this. saying I like a that cookie he, cutter, but, but sort of yeah. following in the footsteps yeah. of. I, I think that he's sure. going to continue to be an inspiration for education and the sciences. Mm-hmm. In, in that regard, yes, I agree. He and he has definitely. kids. I mean, he he is kind of invested in this. Yeah, aspect of life totally. uh, because of his own children. And he's a big proponent for the arts. Yeah. He definitely loves that. So you'll see, I'm sure, a lot coming from him in a bunch of different venues. I would love to see an Adam Savage show where all it is is him doing special effects for movies. That'd be cool. Yeah. Imagine the cross-promotion. I mean, he did a lot of... It turns out he did a lot of prop work for well, like yeah. a lot of different things. He the Star Wars. Yeah, stuff. he worked on Star Wars. I mean, he, yeah, this is like yeah, that's where he got on. to know Grant. Yeah, because exactly. Grant was part of ILM. Yeah, and so was uh, so was Adam. Yeah, so I mean, I that would be probably the coolest show for me because I used to love watching special effects shows. So I would love to watch Adam Savage just do special effects. That's all. He, like here's how we're gonna make this explosion of the White House. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's scale it down and then just yeah. blow it up. And then goes boom. And then goes boom. Well, thank you very much, guys. Mm-hmm. It was a good week. It was a good week. I'm going to go edit this thing now and then probably, I don't know what. I'm, I'm probably going to go watch the Star Wars trailer for like the 105th time. Mm. Yeah. Don't you mean the 84th time? Oh, look at that. <laughs> Late, but still in time. Know. Topical. 84th episode? Huh? Next, huh? Next, next week will be 85. Huh? I'll have to watch it again. Yeah, I can't use the same joke twice, though. Or could you? I mean, you could, but well, then you'd get yelled at for it. Yeah. No, we just call him out. Mm, that's I mean, true. Isn't that, okay, fair, that's not yelling. Probably make fun of me. Point and laugh. So, our standard stuff? Yeah. Well, we don't usually point. Pointing's yeah, rude. pointing's a lot of work. Yeah. GG. GG, guys. Good go. Mm. Yeah. <laughs>